0: One, two, three into the four. What is up, my friends? Today is September thirtieth, and this is season two, episode two, and episode thirteen in total of Nothing But a Foot Thing. The show brought to you by three friends in the Foot community, just like yourselves. I am your host, Kevin, however, I'm not alone. Joining me are my two co-hosts, John. What's good everybody? And Martin.
1: Hey guys, what's up?
0: FIFA twenty-three has landed. The full game has now officially released. Many of us degenerates have had a few days of experience with this game under our belts now. A common tactical setup is even beginning to emerge and is being established amongst a competitive or, I guess, ratty or sweaty player base. So we'll we'll talk about that tactic, and we'll talk about whether or not we believe it to be meta, and we'll talk about our week in foot as well, and what we think the most effective way to grind the game will be throughout the year. Also, we got ones to watch the first promo of the year. But before all of that, once again, we are not alone today. Today's guest is someone whose market expertise you might be familiar with if you're a veteran listener of FIFA podcasts. Joining us is a longtime friend of the podcast and expert trader, Shaq Attack. What is up, my man? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, the pleasure is truly ours. I mean, it's a pleasure to finally be able to pick your brain about FIFA. I mean, I don't know about the rest of the guys, but I've heard you speak like so many times on Foot and (laughs) Review, so... It's nice to actually have you here in front of us, so to speak. So here uh, at MBAFT, <laughs> so MBA we have a tradition where we like to kick things off. We have an icebreaker question usually. But before I bring in the rest of the guys, uh, I just want to ask you a couple of things so people at home can get to know you. Uh, where in the world are you from, Shaq? Uh, right now, I live in Brisbane, Australia. And um, yeah, I've been here for literally
2: 20 odd years now. I was actually born and brought up in the Middle East. So I've got yeah got a bit of everything.
0: Awesome, man. So um, my next question is, who do you support? Unfortunately, I think I already know the answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny coming to a podcast with three Liverpool fans. Man United. I support Man United. Always have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> man United are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love the cards in FIFA, but that's uh, that's as far as my man U love will go. Uh, well, who, what is your favorite FIFA of all time? Um, I think if you fa-
2: favorite FIFA will have to be FIFA. Oh, I'm showing my vintage here. Uh, FIFA 98, Road to the World Cup is my favorite FIFA because that's when I actually got into playing the game full, full on. Um, favorite FUT would be FIFA 17. That was when uh-huh. SBCs and everything came about. That was, yeah, it was it was a great change to, to FUT. Yeah,
0: that was like the year that really brought everything forward into this sort of generation of FUT, I feel like. Um, Correct. What was your favorite FIFA card of all time? It has
2: to be Neymar every year. It's, Neymar is my favorite card year in, year out. Regardless of how bad he is, I always get a Neymar. I always aim for my, my aim in the game is to get the best version of Neymar at the end of the year.
0: And yeah, he's my favorite card. Yeah, probably the best card um, at the end of last year for sure, too. Oh, yeah. um, which fo- If we were to see you in public somewhere, which footballer would we be likely to confuse you for? This one's an interesting one. I tried to have a look around. There's not many
2: people that I can compare myself to un- unless the uh, the closest I can come to is someone who played for Lyon. Let me just check your um, footballing um, culture here. Vikash Darasu. He played for Lyon. He played for AC Milan. And that's the closest resemblance to myself. And I actually showed my wife and she said, yeah, that kind of looks like you. So, yeah, that's the closest. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Vikash Darasu,
0: he's a French international as well. Just Google him up. We'll definitely have to Google him. <laughs> So now I'm going to bring in everybody else here, and we're going to have our official icebreaker question of the week. So the icebreaker question of the week, I'm going to go to you first. Shaq is, what is your favorite World Cup of all time? My favorite
2: World Cup of all time, um, emotionally, 1994. That World Cup was really amazing for me in in the USA as well. So it was it was that was when I actually got into football. But off late, I think recently you'd probably have to say the 2010 world cup just for what it stood for and being in Africa, it was kind of cool. So yeah, uh, 1994, 2010, one of the
0: two. Awesome. I like your taste. Uh, so now to you, John.
3: Um, I don't know. I was thinking about that a lot and I'm going to have to say the 2014 one was really fun. There was a lot of goals scored. It was at a time when I just got out of college and started a new job and, with a bunch of buddies at the company I worked with at the time uh, that were into football as well. We got a World Cup pool going and had a lot of fun with that. So um, that one was pretty cool. And then probably the fir- the 2002 with the Ronaldo and his haircut oh, yeah. stands out. <laughs> and then the uh, 2006 final is probably my favorite final with the Zidane head, but it's probably the one I remember the most. Um, what about you, Martin?
1: For me, it has to be 2006, uh, Germany World Cup. Uh, I was a sophomore in college, I think. Oh, well, I was in college at the time. And um, me and my friends, we backpacked uh, through Europe and uh, we went to the World Cup. Uh, we got some tickets. Ecuador was playing and we actually played pretty well. We won a couple of our um, group stage games, and then uh, we crashed out against England in the round of 16. I was actually there, so it it was really exciting. Uh, The English fans, man, there's something else. You know, we were trying to sing, and uh, yeah, they would just shut us down immediately. Uh, But they're actually uh, pretty friendly. Um, uh, It goes against the stigma that uh, English fans are rowdy. You know, they're pretty friendly so are the polish fans so yeah it was it was really really a uh, once in a lifetime experience for me and i'm just chasing that i hope we can get that back next world cup in the usa when the nba ft guys get together you know how about you kevin
0: oh, yeah. yeah so i'll be looking forward to our in-person recording of nba ft live from the world cup <laughs> <laughs> four years from now um but like Shaq, um, I, I have to go with 2010. That one is, uh, for me, it was at a really like cool time in my life. I was just about to enter my senior year of high school. So um, football, like, I mean, life was just like, you know, a bunch of fun at the time. Having a great time, watching all the games with my friends, having a great time. And there was so much cool, there were so many cool events that happened in that World Cup. When you think of all the famous goals, uh, the Van Bronckhorst goal, uh, Maradona being Maradona there. Asamoah balling out, Diego Forlan, um, and his volley against Germany and all the other goals he scored. Dempsey on Robert Green, Suarez against Korea, Suarez against Ghana, for good or for bad, maybe. <laughs> <not laughs> exactly. The, the coolest thing that ever happened. Fernando Torres and Liverpool scarf with the World Cup trophy. So there's just so many great things happening, and that's always going to be my favorite World Cup. The Jabalani ball, Ghana oh, yeah. doing amazing at the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, it's... It was the best, man. So, and also the best FIFA of all time, in my opinion, yeah. the 2010 World Cup game. So as we like to say here, after going off on these long tangents that we will bring it back, we will talk about FIFA 23 and there's FIFA 23 to talk about. So, John, you can take us through some of what has come.
3: Yeah, at least we were talking about football there and not like our friend in the zombie apocalypse or whatever. So. <laughs> That's always nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of content to go over. Um, I don't know how long we want to spend on it. But, yeah, so I guess we'll briefly go over Team of the Week real quick. Um, I think it's a pretty decent one, honestly. you got guys like Marquinhos, Akanji, uh, Diego DeLo. I think is looks like a usable wingback type of option. Uh, of course, Mo Salah, the headliner, obviously a phenomenal card. I think King Kai Havertz looks Really good and Chuki Lozano as well. And um, Seku Fofana looks like a great card too. And then let's see here Raspadori, five star weak foot, could be a cheap little starter striker for you as well. And then also, I think the guy that most people are talking about, the featured team of the week player, uh, I'm going to butcher his name. uh, What what nation is that? Uzbekistan or something? Yeah, Uzbekistani
0: guy. Yeah,
3: from Roma uh shmurda shmurda uh, schmurdov bobby shmurda <laughs> <laughs> basically so yeah he looks he looks like a really pacey strong physical type striker and uh i know I'll, you'll probably see a lot of him um throughout your rivals and weekendly. probably guys wanting to try that card out so um yeah definitely look Looks like a pretty good team of the week. It's too bad we're not going to have uh, foot champs rewards because I'd definitely like to get some of these in red. But yeah. um, but anyways, um, just wanted to mention that. And then also the SBCs that are currently out. And we've just got um, our first two player of the Months this week uh, today. And Marcus Rashford, who won the Premier League player of the month, and the Korean monster Kim Min-jae, Am I, say, am I saying that right? Um, and yeah. both of those look pretty good. Rashford got the high-low work rate upgrade. He's still five-star, three-star. And some of the stats kind of scare me away. Um, I think he's decently priced for um, b- being a Marcus Rashford card and having the work rate upgrade. So I think that's something a lot of people – I know a lot of Manchester United fans will probably get him done. Maybe you included Shaq. Mm-hmm um and then also the frank kessier barcelona wants to watch um, sbc that came out today and i was kind of tempted by that one but um, i think we were talking about it before the show the ivory coast is not in the world cup so they i don't believe they'll get that upgrade for that um and midfielders are kind of hit and miss if they can be in team of the week because they're not really big goal scorers and um sometimes you don't really get Team of the week for maybe like an assist or something like that, and he seems to be kind of a deep line guy. Um, are you guys interested in any of these SPCs? Um,
1: I was interested in the Korean monster before he came out. <laughs> now I'm just disappointed. Actually, I, I thought Player of the Month cards um, would get a plus two upgrade. You know, I know that um, EA are probably trying to slow down the power curve. A bit but the idea behind the player of the month card is that it's usable um throughout a longer period of time i mean maybe a couple of months or something like that um, at least if the card is going to be available for one month the spc i mean uh, then maybe it would have been a good idea to make them a little bit saucier i don't know um yeah and ben, regarding Kessie, um he's also I don't even think he's a starter for Barca. So he might get the upgrade for the three wins, but other than that I don't see much upgrade potential on that card. How about you, Kevin?
0: Yeah, so um, I honestly, when I first saw these, I thought it was almost like a mistake from EA. It seems like a classic EA thing to do, to be like, hey, we messed up. We meant to give them a double upgrade, and here you go. Now here's your double upgrade. So I'm still waiting on that from EA. If you want to make Kim Min Jae into an 84, that would be very much appreciated because I already got the SPC done. He's in my team linking to that team of the week, Lozano, who I also just went ahead and boxed for the link. And so I'm happy with that. I mean, it's a cool card. It's fun, but also one that I imagine uh, would have lasted much longer in my team if it was at 84 and of 82. Because this, uh, is gonna be irrelevant in two weeks. It's really just one for fun for me, and it's um, it's disappointing. So hopefully EA do something about that. I mean, I know they've never really made sense with the Player of the Month upgrades. We got one last year for Lois Openda, I think, and like. May or June and this guy got like an 82 rated and six months prior he had gotten an untrade. it was like an objective that was an 86 which is just ridiculous <laughs> like they even put that out and I only I really only remember this because the guy Lois Openda was so excited that he got this card I remember he made a really big deal about it celebrating he was so happy that he was the player of the month
2: <laughs> so well, how about on. you Shaq
0: <laughs> is there oh, anything that oh look I think
2: the Rashford does
0: excite me a little
2: bit but I think it's not a big upgrade nothing i'll, I'll just go back to, I'll, I'll come from a market standpoint as well from a market aim, a angle yesterday just before the player of the month got released you could have seen on the market it was dipping drastically everything was a there was a huge 25 percent sale on every single item because everyone expected these cars to be really good and as as per normal there should have been plus two upgrades but for whatever reason ea dropped a plus one on rashford and followed it up with kim and Jay with a plus one which plus one as in one 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 tier upgrade and they mm-hmm. just were underwhelming across the board, and for the price, it's not really worth it. They, I don't see them being long-lasting cards at all, and yeah, they don't really excite me. Cassie does kind of excite me in a way because he fits something within my team, and it's untradeable. But he doesn't get—he will not get upgraded. So I'm not really keen on Cassie either. So a bit of a letdown from an SPC point of view at this point in time. But yeah, I just gotta wait and watch for maybe hopefully Thiago Silva, whoever comes in, is much better.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think I'm going to do any of these guys. Again, like Martine was saying, the Korean monster. Uh, if he would have got the double upgrade, would have considered a lot more. Rashford. Um, I'm really enjoying Erling Holland and uh, other guys. So, And then, like we said, Kessier, not likely to be super juiced. So. But yeah, we got our first promo of the year. Once to watch is here. And I got to say, this year I'm a little more excited than usual for it because of the World Cup upgrade. Like we say, they get a one-time upgrade if their nation wins at the World Cup. They don't have to be on the team. Um, I don't know if uh, – let's look at the team here. Yeah, I think most of those guys are on their national team, if I'm not mistaken. I think even Talisa is on the French team usually. So, But, yeah, I'm excited because the wins are only – Three wins uh, for your club team out of their next eight domestic games you need uh, to get an upgrade and then their nation has to win one game at the World Cup. So, um, Yeah, very excited and we had a lot of big transfers this summer in the world of football so there are some big names in this team. I believe it's just a one team with a mini-release on Sunday from what the leaks are saying and stuff like that and uh, I don't know, maybe EA announced that as well, but Yeah, um, I'll run through the guys real quick and then we'll go around and uh, see what we think about it. So um, briefly here. Oh, and uh, for the mini release, it's supposed to be Mateus Delict for Bayern, Bernardo Sanchez for PSG, and usually there's three. I don't know the other guy, but um, yeah. So those three guys look really tasty, too. So we'll talk about them if you guys want. And then we've got Lewandowski. Sadio Mane, Erling Holland, Antonio Rudiger, Paulo Dybala, Gabriel Jesus, Aurelian Chuamini, Darwin Nunez, Anthony from Manchester United, Schlotterbeck, Toliso, and Tyler Adams. Um, the guy everyone was excited to get in their one to, ones to watch back today. So um, let's start with you, Shaq. Which one of these guys are you potentially interested in? Maybe which guy are you looking to invest in potentially uh, from a market standpoint? Um, what are you thinking about the team and the uh, upgrade system wants to watch promo as a whole?
2: I think the upgrade system this time is fairly interesting with the World Cup as well included. With, with I think uh, the player doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to go to the World Cup. For example, Taliso, you mentioned he doesn't have to go to the World Cup. If France does well, he gets an upgrade, which is kind of cool. Um, the other thing is I think wants to watch as a concept is it's it's getting a little old and it's it's completely reliant on EA to upgrade these cards, which kind of bumps me in fact we had a conversation about Ndombele a couple of years ago where he had he scored a goal and clean sheet and nothing and he still didn't get an upgrade at all and it was just completely down to EA the one car mm-hmm. that excites me in this obviously is the he's a clear winner Haaland he really I think he's amazing in game and he will just get multiple upgrades so yeah well ggs to whoever packs him and hint hint someone's on this podcast has actually packed him <laughs> um, apart from that I think um uh. I think Anthony would be interesting as well. He'll be a cool uh, person to keep an eye on, especially every time he plays, he might he might go up in the hype. And Schumann sure, is someone that I think is uh, really worth investing in, not, not only because he might get an upgrade every now and then playing for Madrid, but also at the World Cup, I can see him certainly getting some upgrades along the way. So that could, And he's a good card in game as well. So that's, that's one that's piqued my interest for sure.
3: Yeah, let's let's go to the guy now who packed Holland. Come on. Who was it?
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was me, actually. Um, I think it was just meant to be, you know, I had bought Holland in, uh, during the web app period for, well, twice, actually. I bought him the first time, I think, for 40K or something. Wow. Sold when he got a little bit higher, and then I bought him back at 54K, I think. And I was just happy to have uh, him on the team. Um, I was actually um, excited because I got to listen to an episode of one of the other podcasts, and one of the game developers, I think, was talking about some of uh, Holland's characteristics and um, that will make him usable in game. And then once the game was available to play, I kind of noticed that um, he's very OP as a striker, you know, uh, with 91 shooting, base stats uh, and good pace, uh, great physicals. I was, I was excited uh, to play with his gold card. And um, as I was going out for lunch today, I decided to open up my wants to watch pack and boom. Out oh, pops Holland and I was just so excited uh, not only to pack the cart but to be able to sell my gold Holland so it was a really good day and uh, but other than that I think there are some very interesting options um as Shaq already mentioned Anthony is has really high upgrade potential um he's a player that's really hyped right now in game um Gabriel Jesus I I can see getting a couple of upgrades as well and of course Lewandowski is guaranteed um, to be in team of the week a couple of times at least and um, of course get the win streak uh, upgrade and yeah Mane and yeah, Rüdiger is going to be one to watch out for as well because at 350K, um, he's expensive. But I think uh, if he gets a couple of upgrades, his price is going to explode as well. Oh, yeah. I, I think, yeah, the only player who's not going to be able to get the World Cup upgrades is Holland. So uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed about that. But if he stays fit, I can see him get some upgrades as well so i'm not worried about yeah. that so <laughs> yeah how about you kevin
0: yeah i mean i'm sure that holland is gonna get more than just a few upgrades We'll <laughs> have our first 103 rated card by the end of the year for sure <laughs> but uh, yeah i think uh i mean there's quite a few good cards this time i think it's a little different where some of these lower end guys are actually pretty usable even the one that i don't no one wants to hear it because you all just packed him probably and you're to watch pack. but Tyler Adams, even him, if you got him, at least he's sort of usable in Premier League and uh, like Premier League objectives and things like that. So there is that, but um, yeah, overall it's a really strong team. Um, obviously we have Sadio Mane up there um, who one of us did pack. So we'll hear from him in a little <laughs> bit about that. I'm sure we'll hear about it many more times in the future as well. <laughs> But, yeah, that Lewandowski that you mentioned as well. And Anthony is a really cool one. I'm uh, Anthony was my favorite super sub last year, his Tots card, and then um, eventually his Footies card. So um, despite the Manchester United or maybe because of the Manchester United, I always love their cards. So, yeah, um, that Anthony will be a cool one. And like Shaq mentioned, for traders, there's tons of hype around this guy. And he's a Man U guy. The Man U hype is real in this game. So that will be a cool one. So now you'll hear from the guy that got money himself. Can you reveal yourself
3: to the crowd? (laughs) Well, that would be me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So um, I was kind of deciding when to save my packs for like milestones and the advanced SBCs and stuff. And I had just, like Martine, just been enjoying Erling Holland so much um, whenever I've been able to play. He's just so incredible. I mean, the last time I checked my goal return on him, I'm sure it's more now, but uh, around, he had around like 32, 35 goals in 20 games and probably like 12 or 15 assists too. So he's just phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal on this game. And being a fan of him in real life, I just, I just love, I just love it. We're finally able to use big guys like this Um, Lewandowski seems cool too like now that we're able to use big strikers apparently so I think that would be interesting so yeah like I said uh, a lot of big names in this team so there's a lot to be excited about and then the World Cup being in November um, I think it's towards the end of November still but with that and hopefully EA maybe I know they're still going to be stingy with the upgrades but maybe they won't be this year you know maybe that's just being being optimistic but some of these cards have a really good chance, you know, especially them being so talented in real life, like of maybe keeping up with the power curve better this year. So I'm, I'm a little hopeful for that. So, um, and then a lot of these guys are like 82, 83 rated. So that's a big upgrade when they get it. So a plus one upgrade on those guys is two, three. And then Tyler Adams and Talisa's, well, Tyler Adams case, if he gets one upgrade, I think he goes up to a 82. So that's a pretty pretty juicy upgrade too and he could become usable with one upgrade there so um but yeah yeah uh, and also um I did a big pack in o- opening Sadio Mane was the highlight um I don't know if anybody else out there but me and Kevin both got two ones to watch pre-order packs as well along with our double up on our FIFA points so uh ea golden boys here yep. we know you're listening and we love you and appreciate you, <laughs> you. Now, members of the game,
0: <laughs> ea game changers network yeah. now officially
3: <laughs> oh that's, yeah
2: that's half the reason i came on the call just to get some of your luck as well
3: yeah that's right yeah come on yeah. Yeah, up luck. yeah and then also i had gotten from my two packs i got chua mini and talisa so very excited about chua mini and then along the way for, along with sadio Mani, i got the schlutter and Starboy himself, just like Kevin, Darwin Nunez. So I'm excited to have an untradable version of him at the club. And hopefully we get get him rolling, uh, get him some consistent game time, and he just starts banging them in for us. And I can play with a 90-rated Darwin Nunez around World Cup time. So that is awesome. And then we've got um, also the objective that came out today, Richarlison. I think that's a very intriguing one. I'll definitely get him done, I'm sure, um most of us here will too since we're all degenerates. Um, and you should too because uh he's been in really good form for Spurs. He's normally a good FIFA card. Uh five-star weak foot. Uh you get the pigeon celebration and I mean Brazil are definitely, <laughs> definitely going to win a game at the World Cup too. So he could be potentially, you know, 86, 87, 88 after Brazil win their first game. So that's that's an interesting one to keep an eye out for too. Um And then also, yeah, Matty DeLict, depending on his price, I got him in my team now because I got Sadio Mane. Really interested in that one. Uh, Renato's just going to be insanely overpriced, I think, for what he offers. He'll get the PSG and the Portugal upgrades, I guess. Um, But I'll probably just stay away from him because he's always way too expensive. Um, So, yeah, I think all in all, I'm hopeful that this promo is going to last longer than in previous years for the things we mentioned. So, very cool um and then i guess we can go over some of the leaks uh that we've got coming and um maybe see if we're interested in any of that so let me run through that real quick um so for the once to watch stuff we'll get that out of the way i said like i said the mini release maddie delict renato sanchez and not really sure who the other person is normally there's three but we've got a Raheem Sterling SBC coming out. I think that one's going to be really intriguing, especially with him being so involved in the Chelsea attack. Really the only yeah. player in attack for Chelsea at the moment. Um, we've got uh, another player of the month, the Eredivisie Dutch League Gakpo. Um, I think his um, player of the month is coming out too. It looks like it was an 86-rated card. He already has an 85-rated N- inform, I guess. Um, so that one looks intriguing. We've got the Fetty Valverde, um, player of the month for Real Madrid, too. Looks really spicy. If that SBC is anywhere near decent value, I think we could see a lot of that, a lot of him getting completed. Um, I think that's a card that could last you for a very, very, very long time, especially if it's decent value with just him being a beast in the midfield. And then our first flashback SBC got leaked and it's a pretty good one as well. And Thiago Silva, the Brazilian center back from Chelsea, um, always love watching him play in real life, just a class player. And um, I'll definitely be intrigued to get that SBC done as well. Just, just for Thiago Silva being Thiago Silva. So, Um, Let's start with you, Kevin. Um, You interested in any of this content? Oh, sorry, one more thing. Our first dynamic duo is also coming out as well, which I hope to see a lot throughout the year with this new chemistry system and having two players from the same team being crucial uh, chemistry-wise. And that is the Marseille dynamic duo of uh, a Colombian named Suarez at striker, and then a center back named Mbemba. I'm um, not really sure what his nationality is. So, but yeah, excited for that to come too via objectives. It looks like the milestone car design and that car design along with the flashback <coughs> car design look beautiful too. So really excited for the content to come. Uh, Kevin, you interested in any of this?
0: Yeah. So um, that Gakpo will be a really cool one if he gets the, um, the upgrade that we expect him to get. Uh, there's currently a right back actually in the objectives it's like the level 15 or something like the first set of three guys you can take oh yeah so because those strong links are really important this year um if you're gonna go ahead and do Gakpo you probably might want to consider taking that one um he's probably one of the better cards in there anyways there's an 09 Sunderland card that I'll probably take just because I like the dude in Sunderland till I die that show is awesome <laughs> the dude is cool in there but yeah so um the Marseille one will be really cool too I think it's really important to have these uh these links the club links the strong links in general and um yeah that Mbemba might be a cool card um I'm not sure if it's the same Mbemba that used to play for um I think he played for Newcastle but that'll be a cool one um but yeah hopefully we get more of these throughout the year um I'd like to see some like last year uh Portuguese League got a lot of love so maybe some Porto dynamic duos would be cool or something along those lines um how about you Martin anything that you're interested in
1: um, Tiago Silva would be really interesting for me, I think. And uh, the card design looks absolutely incredible. I think the guys over at EA who are in charge of card designs are, I think, the hardest working uh, area of the company, most definitely. So um, GG's on that. Um, Yeah, as you said, the dynamic duo... Uh, objectives, or even if it's an SBCE, is interesting. I think, as John already said, um, for chemistry purposes, in in this current um, chemistry system that we're in, I think it's yeah crucial to have a couple of players from the same team, and um, it it just makes the the game a lot more fun. You know, um, to have um, a bigger pool of cards to to choose from is, is always interesting. So yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm actually, uh, an SBC junkie. So I'm trying to be more uh, thoughtful <laughs> regarding the SPCs that I do. So, but yeah, flashbacks always entice me. And if Tiago Silva's card is, um, is good, then yeah, I'm gonna go head, head first dive right into that you know so yeah that would be that would be interesting for me. How about you Shaq?
2: Oh, for me the only one that actually interests me currently I think Thiago Silva if he's priced well and if he's a really cracked out card, that's certainly one that I can see myself doing if he if he has good stats and I can see him lasting for a while for sure I, I'll do that. The rest of the cards even the dynamic duo again unless they're really reasonably priced and they're nicely juiced upgrades. Yeah, i would be interested otherwise I, I think i'll just give them a pass and one of the things i think we all get bogged down is just by doing all these SBCs with the one day of one hope of using them at some point in time but that doesn't really come around and there's new cards that come out every single week so yeah i think depends again if they're really cracked out cards i'll definitely do them uh, the one thing is with the mini release, I think it's, um, Steven Bergwijn's the third one that we're missing. The Steven Bergwijn's the, the other release and, there you um, he'll be, he'll be decent, it. I guess he'll be, he'll be fast, but yeah, that's pretty much it with him.
3: But yeah, I'm looking forward to the Renato. I can't wait for the Renato to come out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Berg, Bergwijn. That's right. Yeah. And he, I think he's got a shot to get upgraded too. Netherlands. Definitely going to win a game at the world cup and definitely could see him, uh, Balling out at Ajax too. He's True. played decently for Spurs at times when he was there. So, um, yeah, definitely guy you might be looking to get in your squad if he gets an upgrade too. So, but yeah, I think that will cover most of most all of the content that's come out and set to come out over the weekend. So, um, definitely lots to look forward to. And now we get to get into the fun stuff, um, the adventures we've been having in gameplay. Um, who we've been liking, what's been working for us, uh, players, formations, uh, mechanics we like, new new nuances in the game. And it's a lot different this year. And um, I noticed, I think the big thing I've heard from the community, left stick dribbling is not as effective or it's just different uh, from years past than being a left stick dribbling merchant like myself and not really a skiller. That's That's kind of... Um, I don't know, not disheartening, but I mean a little bit. So a uh, big part of my game kind of been getting nerfed. But um, I think I, another thing people were saying, is kind of a pass and go meta, which I love doing. So um, you got to take take what you can. And um, I forgot what content creator I saw. I think it might've been Haber saying, but this is a completely different feeling game, in my opinion, than most years. And it's it's kind of nice just to not, have something reskinned because I think the jump from FIFA 21 to 22 was especially on um, old gen it felt kind of kind of the same for the most part so um, definitely enjoying learning a new game and learning the new stuff um, I guess let's start with you Shaq uh, what are you liking about so so far from the game what formations are you playing what's been working for you and maybe what are some players? um in your team that you've been enjoying or if you want to go over your team too what's uh what's your experience been like so far so far i think I, when i started the game i did enjoy it because I, it was i
2: always enjoy the first couple of games because i'm playing a completely different game and as time goes on the muscle memory kicks in and i start doing the things that i was doing in fifa 22 so trying to move quickly in the box and things not working I think I, I, I bought Anthony early on to try some skill moves and it just wasn't working the way I expected it to work it, I was hoping that skill moves gave me that boost but I'm still yet to figure it out as the game goes I'm still yet to find my feet I win some games and some games uh, there's no way I can win there's no way I can even move so I'm still trying to understand what I need to do to actually make a consistent sort of winning sort of formula I'm yet to find one formation wise I think I've been trying the 4-2-3-1 which is decent and I, just before I, we jumped on the pod, I was actually trying to play the four four two, and the four four two was working really well. I know there's a new meta that everyone's talking about, which is the five two two one or five one two two. I, I can't really remember. Mm. I'm yet to try it. I'm. I know eventually all four of us will be playing five one two two, as if, if that's the way the community goes. The guy Whoa. that actually posted it on Twitter, yeah, I just saw it yesterday. He had one point six million views. Wow, in, oh. in one and a half day. So one point six million dude. views. So. A lot of people are, it must be working. It must be working. So that's, I think, I haven't tried it yet. With regards to players, Holland. Holland's just incredible. He's absolutely cracked in this game. Renato, I tried, I bought Renato a while ago. I sniped him and he was incredible. He was, yeah, bossing the midfield for me. Uh, Anthony, uh, he's he's amazing in in bits, but I think his passing lets me down a little bit. With 75 passing, just didn't feel good enough. Um, I packed Milito and I'm uh, sorry, Militao, and Militao is fantastic. Mm. He's phenomenal in, in defense. And over, and yeah, I've also packed a Cancelo, who's, I think, by far ooh, the best back in the game. Best fullback in the game so far for me. Wow. And having, uh, have Zinetti, I have Zanetti, I have untradeable Zanetti as well. Cancelo is miles better, miles better.
1: Better than Mendy?
2: For me, yeah, I use Mendy. And oh. for me, I think Cancelo is holding his own really well.
0: I'm sorry, did you say untradeable Zanetti? Yes, uh, I did. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> that Please in tell cards, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell did like an
2: untradeable uh, left-back Zanetti, which I, was one of my um, advanced SPC packs. And I wasn't originally, I, I loved Zanetti back in when he was in the Icon Swaps, the right-back prime version of Zanetti was amazing. It was my favorite card that year. This Zanetti, he's the ba- base version of Zanetti, left-back, which I converted to a right-back decent card i wouldn't pay 200k for him he's a decent card nothing special but he's fine
3: i think even cancello's way better for me cancello's way better in game wow yeah and i guess cancello's price kind of reflects that too he's he's right up there with kyle walker and i was shocked when i saw that i know i was arguing with somebody in the discord saying (laughs) there's no way he's gonna be this expensive you know you got hakimi you got kyle walker you got Teo hernandez But yeah, that's, that's crazy. I might have to give him a go now.
1: I think, I think a lot of the, of that has to do with, well, of course, it's an Mm. incredible car, but the new chemistry system is going to dictate a lot of what happens in the market as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Shaq, maybe I'm just speaking nonsense. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: You're quite right. Everyone's using Holland. He gives a really strong link to Holland. Exactly. The beauty with Cancelo is he's four-star weak foot, so he can play left back and right back at the same time. I mean, you can keep swapping between the games. It adds a lot of flexibility to your squad building. For example, I packed Zinetti. He a left back, and I converted him to a right back, and I can I could do it with Cancelo uh, as well. So, yeah, it's this these kind of cards, like the dynamic geo kind of things. will yeah, they will actually affect the market a lot more when you have multiple people that you can choose within your squad who are meta. Yeah, those ones will stay together and, and, and high.
0: Yeah. I also think for players like um, Cancelo, I mean, I think um, when you want to link in a guy like Holland, a lot of us are immediately going to go to, like, a goalkeeper, a left back, a right back, one of these not-so, I guess, glamorous positions, so to speak. Mm. So that would be interesting. At least that would be my instinct, because I know when I was trying to link in some guys, I instantly thought, okay, my Bellingham is only on two out of three chemistry. Uh, let me go check out if that is a Dortmund goalkeeper. So... Um, it'll be interesting, I think, to see if that's the case for others.
1: Yeah, I think we as a community are kind of hardwired in uh, the in this hundred chemistry um, previous system. You know, I think once the new cards start rolling out, I think we're gonna start maybe moving away from that a bit and maybe playing some guys on two stars one star or even zero stars i've been playing holland on zero cam or his base cam sorry um for this entire week and he's been incredible of course it's probably one of the best strikers in the game currently so it's no problem but uh, i've also been you know playing around all week on footbin and always trying to get 33 cam and it is possible but you have to compromise some things you know yeah
0: yeah right. i think my current my team is currently on like 29 chem or 30 chem something like that so um it's right.
1: more than enough i think yeah
0: yeah and especially as the year goes on as well we're gonna get much better cards i mean these tots cards these footy cards they don't necessarily need the chemistry as much as some of these gold cards might so i think we'll see even less of what you mentioned the full, full 33 chemistry teams but um, going back to gameplay, I guess I just want to. Um, I guess I want to ask you, Martin. Like, can you tell us a little bit about
1: like what you've been doing, like your adventures and gameplay and everything? <laughs> yeah, adventures for sure. I <laughs> I win a game six zero and then I lose one like seven zero. It's like that, you know. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's been an adjustment period, you know. I started off uh, the week playing the four two three one that I um, ended the previous cycle with so um, yeah it's it's a good formation I think in, in the passing in this passing uh, FIFA meta I don't want to use the word meta I think it's it's stupid to use the word meta after a week of yeah. release so but right. it is a passing game and you have to be accurate with your passes um, I think more than ever you have to be accurate and you can't rush your attack so it's it's slow paced game which i'm actually okay with um i'm i've never been much of a skiller or a good dribbler so i rely on passing a lot so i i'm thinking that this might be my my fifa i'm i'm hoping so at least um and then I've also been using the four triple two, which is a formation that I feel comfortable with, and it's been really good for me. And um, what else? I'm I'm gonna start um, working on a four three three. Um, I think it's the second variation with the CDM. I kind of feel like having a three man midfield in this passing, um, with the passing being so important, is gonna be big and um yeah i've I've actually come come up against the four two four twice, and it's given me a lot of trouble. I think uh, i I've actually seen the formation being used in previous FIFAs, but it I've always thought, okay, four, two, four, I'm gonna be able to beat this guy easily yep. and uh. This morning, I was just overwhelmed by a guy using the 424, so it might also be interesting to look at that, especially as a counter formation for the new um, Mm. flavor of the week formation for what's that? A Five, one, two, two, right? Yeah. 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 So I just want to say something real quick regarding uh, content creators. I think... Um, I understand that they have to get likes and views on their videos, but I think um, content creators should proceed in a more responsible way, you know, (laughs) click baiting people into uh, these formations and claiming to be meta. I don't know. It's it's a little bit rushed, I think, to claim a meta formation after one week. So we'll have to see. I I think um, as Shaq, I think, Already said we're like a uh, sheep, hmm. uh, <laughs> sheep community, community of sheep. Very true. So exactly. True. We might see a lot of that. I've actually been thinking about using the formation myself, so I'm not going to be pretending to not be interested because I do like the formation, the five at the back in real life. I think fullbacks are an. A, a great alternative to for build up and to build up attacks but uh i don't know um we'll have to see so yeah that, that's that been my my week kind of gameplay week i like it yeah I, I like the game how about you john
3: yeah yeah and i i agree with that sentiment you know there's some content creators that make tactics and stuff like that that i really like a lot of the times and you know the title of it's like the most meta formation in fifa 23 and i'm <laughs> like get bro, you wins it's yeah. been out for a fucking week yeah. i do we don't know shit yet yeah true. uh but uh yeah yeah i'm definitely not interested in the five one Mm-mm. two two. one 2 2 i like playing with a, as many attackers as i can um, and I've been using four, one, two, one, two narrow. And even then, you know, you, you get to use three attackers, right? Two strikers and a cam. Um, or sometimes even your center mid is, can be kind of more of an attacking guy with some a tiny bit of defensive stats or whatever. But yeah, that just doesn't seem fun to me. And yeah, I get, yeah, it's probably effective, right? You got the three center backs, you got your CDM sitting back, cleaning shit up. You got two midfielders controlling the midfield. Um, and getting up and supplying your strikers and then you got your two wingbacks yeah. bombing forward. I get I get how it's effective, but um, you know, it's just me, you know being on my high horse and saying I'm, I'm better than that, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. but yeah, I, I've been enjoying gameplay for the most part. I feel like um, like you're saying, Martina, it does feel like a passing game. And that's what I love doing. Um, I love working the ball up the field. I know Kevin's talked about it a lot in triangles. That's I think that's just the fun and most a really effective way to play. And then uh, pass and go. When I get into the final third, that's that's what I do. I don't really skill much. I do scoop turns, ball rolls, and that's about the most consistent thing you'll see from me skill wise. So um, yeah, mainly it's me just passing around my, uh, my box, uh, pass and go, and finding an open guy to slam it in cross post or near post so um enjoying gameplay for the most part i haven't gotten to play as much as i want um online but uh looking forward to it um a lot this weekend and and uh going forward yeah definitely think it's definitely like i said a a new game um but something i feel like is gonna be all right you know I, i like where things are headed and maybe fix one or two things and we're good to go um but yeah Um, Like I said, 4-1, 2-1-2. Another guy I know everyone's talking about, Holland, but um, Kevin can probably vouch for me on this. We play co-op together in Federico Chiesa. Uh, Oh, yeah, what a baller, man. He's got the outside foot shot trait, which I think is going to be probably the most important shooting trait this year with how they've kind of revamped that outside of the foot shot. And his are just fantastic, man. It's got the whip on it. A lot of the time, I don't even press the left trigger, and he just does it and just freaking whips past the goalkeeper. So what a player. You know, if you run a Serie A squad, um, I just sold mine because I packed Sadio Mane. I, I don't know if you guys heard, but I sold <laughs> my Federico <laughs> for 24 k and I kind of listed them above just trying to get lazy buyers, which there are lazy bu- a lot of lazy buyers. So um, that's something you guys can pay attention to too. But, Yeah. 24K for an amazing, amazing striker. Um, You can't go wrong, so I recommend him highly. Like Shaq was saying, uh, Renato Sanchez is amazing. Um, And Kyle Walker, honestly, he's probably been the most – the guy I've been most impressed with in my team. He's insane defensively, and that pace is just – it's electric, man. So, um, yeah, those are kind of some of the guys I'm enjoying most. I'm excited to bring in the Bayern guys, Goretzka um Kimmich gonna try as a lone CDM I know his pace isn't very good his acceleration is good and I normally enjoy Kimmich cards so excited to try him out as well there so yeah those are kind of been my adventures um what about you Kevin what have you been doing what who do you like in your team what formations are you having success with
0: yeah so I've this year um I've been trying out like a bunch of formations I have tactics set up for a three five two for a four triple two for for one 2-1, two, one, 2, and uh, I've done 4-3-3 three, three also, and also I've tried 4-2 or 4-3-2-1 before that. So um, this year, I think just like last year, you can be a little bit flexible with your formations. I think last year, if you were someone that could get maybe like 11 wins in the weekend league, you could probably hold your own with about pretty much any formation in the game. And um, right now, obviously, we're seeing this 5-1-2-2, two, two, basically 8 at the back, uh, so-called meta they're calling it yeah i i i posted this on our twitter and honestly um i know it's a hot take but i do not think that that is the meta i'm finding it so easy to play against because these guys bomb their fullbacks forward they're just packing the butt the back and auto blocks aren't the same this year for me and uh one thing if you guys are struggling with creating space in the box um i know a lot of us are used to doing these like really quick jerks with the left stick just to get a little bit of space, just do a quick fake shot. Seriously, you're around the guy and they won't auto-block it anymore. Every single time I'm doing it and I'm scoring like six, seven goals a game, almost every single game. Uh, me and John played some co-op. We absolutely fucked these guys up every single <laughs> one we played against. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is down to the fact that people are trying to play FIFA 22 and this game is not FIFA 22 at all. Um. Mm-hmm. Because of that, people think that this game is slow. And honestly, I think this game is pretty fast. Uh, The passing in the game makes the ball move so quickly across the pitch. If you're uh, confident with your passing, you can get the ball up the pitch very quickly. You can go triangles all across the pitch, go around everyone. And all of a sudden, you're already in their box. And these guys are trying to do the sort of like reverse sweeper thing with their Conte or whoever. And by the time uh, they've gone over to the side of the pitch that you're doing your little combinations on, you're wide open on the opposite side for a couple quick passes and bang, usually an open shot. And so um, I've played about 40 games so far. Um, I've I've lost one game to squad battles, and other (laughs) than that, if you don't count our disconnects, because me and John did win some games and it gave us losses, which mm-hmm. was weird. So EA, uh, sort that one out because we forced some rage quits and it counted as a loss for us. Um, I haven't lost weird. a single game. And I'm telling you, you need to just rethink the way that you're playing this game. I am not someone that's going to win, go 40-0 and 0 by any means. But I think the difference is right now that some people are trying to force these types of dribbles. And the reality of it is um, that this is just a different game. If you've played Pez, I feel like the dribbling is very similar to that. So if you've played mm. Pez in recent years, eFootball, you're at a massive, massive advantage because the dribbling is just like that to me. Um, Martin, I see you want... Uh, yeah, something that you want to say?
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask... I wanted to ask you guys. So last year, we saw a lot of people, most of people use direct passing in their chance creation. Um, do you think the game being the way that it's been uh, initially, do you think... Um, other types of chance creations are gonna be viable or important to use
0: viable yeah for sure um, important as far as like the meta and everything I, I don't know I haven't played around too much with it I'm um, I, I haven't been brave enough I guess to venture away from direct passing because in my head at least what the term direct passing means is what I think would work in this game so far mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And- and yeah, right. so um, yeah, so I don't know. It depends on obviously how these tactics translate into game. But you've given me sort of like a little project. I want to go ahead and do this week. The, um, go ahead and try out a bunch of these.
1: Yeah, the last couple of days I've been using this four triple two mostly, and it's set up with long ball and balanced, okay. and it's been really good. I've I found it to be really really good, um, in in terms of attacking, and build up play. So. It might be interesting to see if um, other types of chance creation emerge as, you know, the go-to instead of direct passing, but we'll have to see, right?
0: Yeah, and I think also this year there is um, a bit of a difference in the way that um, finishing works. You can get shots off from the edge of the box more often and things like that, so perhaps you don't need these, like, sure shot, like, direct, like, right on goal, like, 0.8 XG type things. So it will be interesting in that regard as well, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think Shaq um, has something to add about this.
2: Oh, no, I uh, just wanted to ask on the same vein, just wanted to ask with uh, shooting, as you mentioned, Kevin, just wanted to check with you guys. How are you finding the shooting? Because I'm not finding it as um, easy to understand as, as last year's or even the years before. Because when someone takes a shot, the, the, the physics seem a little bit confusing for me. It, obviously, yeah. it's a different game. I get that. But it's um, it doesn't feel as sweet when I shoot a, 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 the ball. It just feels like I'm hoping on goal. Some some of the times when I take a shot, I know it's going to go on, in goal and completely misses the goal. And sometimes I'm just taking a, a chancy shot and it actually goes in. So have you found that at all? Any of you?
3: Um, yeah,
1: you gotta use Holland, man.
3: Yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Erling and Chiesa haven't had any problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, especially finesse shots inside the box for me have been uh, kind of um, difficult. You know, to judge some some of them go in, and some of them is mm-hmm. like uh, my two year old would have kicked the ball. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, for example, one...
0: when you sorry, no, continue.
2: Uh, when you do the uh, the milestones and you, you play with mbappe and the way he takes finesse is, is completely different to any other player completely different like that. Mm-hmm. the way the trajectory is completely different and then you go and try yeah. with a, with a rashford and it's like nothing compared to that so i think the higher tier players will that's when i think the game will start unlocking itself right now we're struggling with the grubs and expecting the game uh, the game slow games this games so that i think once we get better players i think the the gameplay will be completely different to how we think right now
0: yeah, I think, I think you're definitely right. Because uh, when I've used uh, Mbappe in those moments things, his left stick feels much different than uh, even someone like Kingsley Coman. His left stick feels so much different. Mm-hmm. And I know he has the unique animations, unique body type. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to get our hands on some of these Juice Neymar cards and things like that see how it goes. But yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? I've heard Mbappe is not only the sporting director at psg but he's also the new ceo at ea so
3: i wouldn't doubt that honestly <laughs> no, no wonder everything's fucking up right <laughs> exactly we've got, we've, we've got a shitty system already in place and then we bring in a new guy and you know he doesn't know what the hell he's doing so and paypal come on man yeah.
0: But yeah, going yeah. back to your question about um, finishing, uh, there is one I'm sure that maybe you guys have seen. But tons of people are doing that Travella finish the uh, mm. outside of the foot shot, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, the um, yeah that one with Chiesa was nasty. His animation yeah. on that is crazy. Oh.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've so... seen that a lot, and uh, yeah, it it seems to be very effective.
3: Yeah, my only problem... have you guys had any success with the power shot too? Uh, Whenever. I guess Seventy-five percent of the time, when I try it, it just shoots into the fucking like twenty-sixth row, like yeah, 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 <laughs> to the right or left. So, yeah, do you guys?
1: Guy, I... Do you guys get to watch uh, Captain Tsubasa, the
3: yes. the yeah, Japanese?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like uh, one of those characters. I don't know. If he's the name. I know it in Spanish, but it's like that. You know, you take the power shot. It takes like ten seconds for really? the
2: correct yeah. build up the build up happens and then goes and the ball actually. oh, moves in there. oh i watched it in arabic and it was captain marjit back then so yeah it was, it, was, it was what a show what a show yeah so yeah, it's I like know. that
1: i i managed to bang a couple of in in with with Holland. Yeah, my boy. His are incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, those shots in general are so broken. It's uh, you hit it kind of like in the animes where they hit it so powerful that go, it just goes right through the goalkeeper, like but, literally every have, single time. Are you having yeah. a large level of success, Kevin? Um, yeah. They they if you can get them on target consistently, um, mm-hmm. and it's just I guess trial and error, really. Just keep yeah. spamming them, going squad battles, spam them, going yeah, rivals. Squad battles are good yeah. Yeah,
2: squad ball yeah, is always nice. I just nice. Aim at
3: the middle of the keeper because <laughs> I can't aim it. Same, I'm yeah. with John.
2: I'm struggling to aim it, and I've lost yeah. a lot of games because I'm trying this mechanic, and it just is not <laughs> working for me. And I keep trying it more and more and more, so it's, yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's a aim tough toward one. toward the middle, and like Kevin says, it glitches through people sometimes. There's a guy that I lost to by a goal. He did it twice with Erling Haaland. And it went through my center back and my goalkeeper. Like, they didn't have time to get a leg up or a hand up. So it's just, like, if you can get it on target, it's literally unstoppable. Oh, nice. Yeah, and
0: it's one of those you can, I feel like you can learn. I mean, it's it's going to be mm. weird at first. But um, the, the manual, like, aiming is something that I know people used to do in career mode. Maybe, like, FIFA 10, FIFA 11 times. They turned, like, just shooting to manual just, like, just for an extra challenge in the game. So that was... Something that I used to do back then, and uh, it, it made heading really easy for me. But um, it, 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 I guess, goes to show you that it's just one of those things you just got to keep spamming, because back then I, it was so hard for me. And once you did it a bunch of times, then it becomes a little bit easier and it becomes actually pretty natural. So as long as you can just hit it, like John mentioned, straight at the keeper, just aim right in the middle, kind of like they tell you uh, when you're heading a football, aim at the keeper and it will usually kind of swerve to the right or the left of them. So, yeah, I would That's recommend doing... Yeah, I'd recommend doing that for sure. And it's so overpowered; it's gonna it's gonna go right through them, anyways.
1: Yeah, and how about um, I've, I've seen a lot of people use crosses a lot more too. So, yeah. seems to be an effective way to create chances as well. It's it's interesting. I think eh, the more diversity we we have, uh, the better. You know.
2: There's a broken sort of mechanic where you do a Rabona kind of cross, not really a Rabona kind of cross, but a back outside of the foot cross. And yeah. that yeah. lands in some really weird positions. And it's definitely, it's almost like an open goal. Uh, I've tried it a couple of times and it really works. But I've, it's very hard to replicate it. And I kept trying, kept spamming. It. I thought, let me not try and abuse this stupid mechanic. But it does work. So that's something that I've, I've noticed. And I hope they fix that up.
0: Yeah, guys... I noticed that one also. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, that's actually yeah. So Martin mentioned some guys playing four-two-four, and I I don't know uh. if this is why he was doing it, but those back post crosses are ridiculous. Yeah. With that yeah, side of the Yeah, they
1: are. So
0: maybe I've that's. I burned a, a lot. Oh,
1: I scored good. one, but I was offside, so. <laughs> it looks cool though. When you pull it off, it does look cool. You think you 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 yeah done
2: an awesome thing, but it's just the game. It's not you,
0: right? Yeah, the game. It, it reminds me. I think uh, showing my age here. Uh, I think the t- 2012 Euros. Uh, Gerard gave a really nice cross like that, and I when I was seeing them, it was reminding me of that. He gave a cross to Andy Carroll against Sweden for a goal. <laughs> oh nice so yeah so yeah it's what they call the the german cross if you will the really early cross as well is really effective um you just chuck it in really early and it kind of puts it ahead of the the back line you kind of run onto it near the back post and you kind of just meet the ball at the perfect time where it's tough for the keeper it's a little awkward and that one's pretty effective too so heading could be the meta this year or at least part of it i think well, we know Martin sorted till the end of the year well, then. He's got his, his,
3: his <laughs> Holland to 99-rated Holland. Perfect. <laughs> I'm saving up my coins now for Tots Holland, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Martin already has a guaranteed 99, so. Yeah, That's exactly right. That's exactly that's very right. true. Yeah.
0: yeah
2: Even so-
1: my wife was excited. Uh, <laughs> good on that. Good on that. Yeah. Oh, that's the guy you love. You love him in real life, right? And... <laughs> And is he special <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Happy birthday. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yes,
0: and yeah. happy birthday as well, Martina. Belated birthday. Yes, happy yes. birthday to you, my man.
3: Thanks, happy man. birthday, brother. Yeah,
0: 38. EA, <laughs> EA oh, must have well worn,
3: right?
1: Yeah, 38. I'm, I'm old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i will be i'll be 38 in february so yeah we're in the same <laughs> boat i'm
1: i'm at my prime though so oh, yeah, that's right is <laughs> <laughs> like the new 20
0: man yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah so speaking of that holland i guess maybe this just leads us into our sort of next segment if you will uh, can you tell us a little bit of like your plans with your team your plans going forward and i guess plans for the year in general
1: Yeah, uh, I think um, I have to build around, you know, the card that I just packed, Holland. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have, um, well, I already have a couple of uh, Premier League guys in my team. Um, I got Anthony, who I was planning to sell, but uh, now I'm just going to keep him because... What the hell, you know, he's the best one of the best right wingers in the Premier League. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep him. And uh after selling my tradable Holland uh, this afternoon, I went out and splashed some cash on a defender called Virgil van Dijk. Big Verge.
0: Big Verge. Yeah, not Van Disney
1: the legend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm going to concentrate a lot of my resources on my defense. I think it's going to be a smart move. And so, yeah, as it stands, it's going to be Virgil and uh, Tomori, who I may keep or I may sell in the next uh, coming days. So depending of uh, on, on Thiago Silva. So, um, yeah, for my fullbacks are are shit. Well, not, not shit, shit, but they're okay. Um, Spinazzola, yeah, he, after Teo Hernandez, best option in the Serie A. And at right back, I'm using Karstrop, the Dutch right back from uh, Roma, who's surprisingly good and solid. Yeah, fast and strong. So he's been good. Um, I got Barella and I uh, want to get Tonali as well. And uh, to build up that midfield triangle, I'm uh, thinking about bringing in uh, Bernardo Silva, who could be the more offensive uh, center mid with his high, high work rates is also perfect for the position. And at left uh, wing, I'm going to bring in uh, Luis Diaz, El Diablo, um, just for the Liverpool vibes, you know? (laughs) Nice. Nice. How about you, um, Shaq? How's your uh, team looking?
2: Look, my team's a complete shamozle. It's basically a combination of investments that I just use and play. This is—I'm sorry. This is, the way I, <laughs> this is the way I run. I just buy someone off the market. For example, the past couple of days I've been flipping Govus, so I've been using Govus, and I used Harikul oh, uh, nice. as well. You? And Govu Gov phenomenal in game. He's really good in game. He's nice and nimble. This feels like a, a, a Benyade, but not really. He's far, he feels more explosive than that. Um, yeah, so I've been—I keep chopping and changing. I bought Harlan. Just before uh, Rashford came out yesterday as an investment, and he's gone up. So that's that's basically my team keeps chopping and changing in the early stages of the game, and I try and pack someone who I can jump in, put in my team. Like I said, I've got Cancelo. The backline is sorted. I'm trying to find someone in midfield that I can probably do. That's why I considered Cassie. And um, I think going forward, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with my team. But hey, the aim is to have. Um, the best version of Neymar at some point in time so I'm just going to yeah, just just keep flipping keep doing whatever I have to do usually I spend about 20 to 25% of my coinage on my team at at the, at the most until I have yeah at some point in time during team of the year whatever that's when I'll just put everything into a team for example for a while but yeah I'm, I'm the worst person when it comes to gameplay I still manage yeah, I still have fun I still I still enjoy myself with with a shitty ass team but yeah it's worth it's,
1: <laughs> I get, I got a question for Shaq um yeah. sorry um do you think well specifically a player like virgil van dyke at his current price i think he's cheap right
2: yeah, normally what will happen these kind of cards they will keep going up until um the first week in league so I, I would say until thursday next week till rewards come out after after rewards as well the prices will be fairly high and then you can see a little bit of a dip till then the prices should be strong And for example i, I packed a virgil van dyke on an early release and I sold him yesterday because I thought, yep, you know what? I'm I'm happy with where he's gone because I could have sold him for 50k, but I sold him for 165 yesterday, and he's back to that price right now. So um, he will keep. I think he'll be stable. Any top tier meta, they will stay stable. I don't see a huge drop in them. The only issue with Virgil Van Dyke is the substitute. If Thiago Silva comes out and Thiago Mm Silva is there cheap, exactly, you have an issue.
3: Yeah, and I actually uh, messed around on footbender a little bit just now, and I found a way to get Tiago Silva in on full Kim. so <laughs> pretty excited about that to get that sexy flashback design in my team now. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, as for me, I um, think I'm going to do RTG again this year. I uh, really thought about putting on some FIFA points at the beginning, but I'm glad I didn't because uh, I didn't know how fruitful the web app grind was going to be. It's I mean, especially for all of us. Um, we bought our teams and our meta players like like literally dirt cheap. I yeah. think Martin and I bought our Erling Holland's for I bought mine for 46k. I think Martin bought his for 40 ish. Um, I got uh Tonali for 10 K, Barella for 20. All those guys are double. Holland's like quadrupled in price, actually like more than yeah. like quintupled yep. from what I bought him for uh kyle walker i bought for 40k tamori i bought for 45 so i mean just incredible moves that we made and did not i didn't realize how incredible they were going to be so uh, yeah no need for trading or fifa points anymore i think
2: now listening to you guys, when when you guys actually bought the Mori, I was like,
3: "Yeah, well done, boys, well done." I was literally, I was like, "Yeah, well done, yes." <laughs> See, we uh know what we're doing like one hour oh, every absolutely, time. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, better lucky than smart. So, no, no, I think you guys knew exactly, what exactly.
2: What
3: yeah, but uh, yeah, because I mean, Erling Holland, like the first day or two of the web app was like thirty-two or thirty-five k. So, I mean, if you just grinded your ass off and just pick these guys up one by one, like we did like, like that's just an incredible way to make coins. So, um, yeah, like I said, going to run RTG definitely now. Um, since we got ourselves such an incredible coin base, I think the rest of my coins are just going to come from gameplay and pack pulls from marquee matchups and weekend league rewards. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with my team. I guess Sadio Mane is going to be my club legend this year. Um, and just kind of build around him and and Erling because I I'm loving Erling and probably will do like every player of the month that he gets. So, um, yeah. What about you, Kevin? What's your plans for the year?
0: Yeah. So, um, I I'm also someone that's using Sadio money. So I'm going to keep that, uh, Byron theme in my team for a while. I think, um, I'm really, I'm really liking his card. The only thing is I want some headers, so I might need to eventually invest in a Holland myself or something, somebody like that. I did get Darwin untradeable, but um, in FIFA terms, I, you know, I'm not going to mention real life stuff. He's a uh, B tech Holland, really, so um, <laughs> so. Not, I don't think he's going to get too much playing time, um, at least not until I get some upgrades, which hopefully he will get. But um, overall, the plan is really, um, I, I have my team. Like John mentioned, we bought pretty early. I got Kim min Jay into the team, and I sold uh, Diaby who I bought for like dirt cheap and he uh, ended up being worth enough for me to go get Inform Lozano as well. So just put Lozano into the team. I'm going to tra- treat basically my team as untradeable for the time being and um, just use the coins I have to hopefully get lucky again with some investments. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But um, like last year I did um, an RTG fully untradeable for the most part, other than like my, I guess, starter team or like the, first like few teams i built like for the first month or so so basically my pack luck will dictate what i get my coins will basically all go into investments i'll probably lose coins on or (laughs) into league sbcs to save packs probably for team of the year which i'm probably going to start doing honestly i think i'm gonna start doing that pretty soon to be honest maybe (laughs) no it's just it's day one the game's just come out today (laughs) that's right actually yeah for the normal people out there the game has just come out for us (laughs) 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 for people like myself um yeah it's it feels like it's been a while but yeah so i mean if i'm treating my team like untradeable we're i I won't save every pack but what i did was um when i was doing every time i got a little bit of coin injection i would go do a league svc maybe like once or twice and hold the end pack and then so i'm not going crazy because i'm a i'm like a pack addict i need to pop those packs right away i just go open up the smaller ones and it keeps the club flowing and usually get a little bit of luck because you are throwing rolling the dice so many times anyways so that's essentially my plans and yeah i'm gonna take a bunch of risks this year see how it goes i think and actually i might put on fifa points if i get like tired of the game don't feel like doing all the weekend league and stuff i'm not gonna take it as serious as i used to but the web app grind proved to be really fruitful so i don't have to put on points for now anyways yeah fair enough
3: cool cool um Cool. So, I guess that's what I've kind of gone over all of our plans here. Uh do we have a rant of the week? Yeah, so we did
0: get a rant of the week. This actually wasn't just uh this isn't just from this week. This is from a couple weeks back. So, over in the Bronze Pack Madness Discord into the in the BPM Discord, we got one actually so right here, I have pulled up the rant in the BPM Madness Discord. So this one comes from BPM Stu Alex. So thank you, my man, for this one. He says, One rant I have is the fucking issue with duplicates on Companion and web app not being fixed for the duration of FIFA 22. Now into FIFA 23 as well. I assume it's a universal problem, but having to close the app, reopen, to claim a duplicate after completing SBC is so fucking annoying, especially during the 85-10 grind during FIFA 22. Uh, where I was getting duplicates every minute. To add fuel to the fire, the companion app would randomly sign you out four or five times and ask you to close, reopen, pro- and I'd do the close, reopen process. So I'd have to log in dozens of times just to do the eighty-five tens. So, I guess uh, my question to you guys is: what What do you guys <laughs> think about this? Um, I know there's tons of glitches that get left in the game every year. So, so maybe we many. could expand onto that. Um, there's one like with that stops you from doing um, substitutions. I don't know if you've seen it. it. brings up like Xs and circles and squares on the screen and you have to restart the entire game just for it to go away. And it's been there for like three years.
2: Oh, there's so many glitches on the app. For example, last year, I don't know if you guys have the I- uh, iPhone 13. I had the iPhone 13. Uh, I still have the iPhone 13. The companion app used to keep on. Uh, I, ha- I literally had to download the-, the app again, restart my phone for it to work and had to do that multiple times a day just for it to work. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and it was not just me. It was happening to anyone with iOS thirty um, with the latest version of iOS and an iPhone thirteen. It didn't happen on iPhone twelve, iPhone eleven, whatever. And and currently this year, the number of times my apps restarted while using it is ridiculous. And bidding is randomly just kicks you off and says, no, nope, too many actions taken," and just kicks you off, even though you've just been bidding for five minutes. And uh, man, EA yeah, needs to do better. It was not better. <laughs> And yeah. and get to it man yeah exactly yeah. and even this the 30 transfer listing on companion app yeah. man,
0: that's ridiculous like it's painful yeah i must have referenced there's some thread that I, I know i retweeted it from the um our podcast um account it's like in order to actually do it from the web app you, there was like you had to copy and paste the code into the into like your web browser it was really weird like yeah you nah. clicking <laughs>
2: The, the trouble of doing that is, look, you can definitely you can do that. But the issue is you're giving EA some sort of caveat to ban your account. Why? Mm-hmm. Just don't give EA any opportunity to do anything to your yeah. account. Just be as okay. clean as possible. So, yeah, because you never know. One, one small glitch, because technically we're not supposed to do that. We're, we're, we're changing the code. So, yeah, I, you can do it. It works. But yeah, I'd rather um, just do that same thing where you just list 30 players as soon as they, uh, the relist is over add more players on and then click on relist. so you can do 30 40 50 60 whatever that's the best way to do it
1: okay yeah it's annoying for me I'm you know I'm not I'm in terms of trading I'm not a really good trader I invest and in lose coins so <laughs> I decided to make coins uh, by being a leech so I find a certain card which I can make a profit on and just do that all day until it stops being profitable so that's the way I make coins and that's annoying for me yeah I used to list like 50 cards at a time yeah well yeah well, you just have to deal with it you know <laughs> So well I think
2: we're I think we're all accustomed to just becoming you know we we love this game so we deal with a lot but at the end of the day, we just hope that these people come. Because it's not a small indie company. It's a
0: massive corporation. Anyway,
2: well, we can go on forever. I just saw the word rant and you are talking about the game. I can just go on forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, EA and Rants, uh, FIFA and Rants, yeah, they go hand in hand really. And um, yeah. if you listen to the show, you know, we always love a good rant. Because, yeah. it, you know, it helps us, you know, instead of being toxic on the game, you know come to us message us you know go ahead tell us your feelings on the game let it all out man don't be mean to some random stranger on the internet (laughs) tell it to us and we'll we'll talk to you about it man because we need it too we need people to that's why we do this you know yeah exactly i think the crux of it is we all love the game that's the sad
2: part we all love the game so it's not coming from a negative place it's coming from a place a really good place in our heart but yeah it
0: is what it is Exactly. And that's why it's so frustrating, I think, because you're like, please, they can, you know, yeah, we, can, exactly. we love this. Fix it like this, please. Yeah, exactly.
3: But yeah, that's FIFA for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty. I think that'll probably wrap us up, guys. Um, if you want to go around and tell people where you can find us on the socials and all that good stuff, then uh, we'll get out of here and uh, get some more games in and try and figure this thing out some more. How about you, Shaq? Where can the people find you? Easily on Twitter, ShaqAttack6285.
2: Just go ahead and send me a DM, send me a message, whatever it is you have a question, I'll try and answer to my best ability. I mean, I'm no wizard. Sometimes EA catches me off guard as well like everyone else. So, But yeah, if you have a question, happy to answer any time of the day.
3: Uh, how about
1: you, Martin? I'm on Twitter at Shopsway underscore FIFA. And you can find me, this is Kevin <laughs> over at, <laughs> on Twitter
0: at Kevin K nine LFC.
3: Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch and on various discords at John bridges, 34 and also our podcast page on Twitter at your FIFA podcast, where we uh, like to think we're pretty active on there and we love interacting with you guys. Love when you guys send in questions and comments and all that good stuff to us. So, um, yeah, find us out there and and interact with us. And again, uh, thanks for listening today, guys. Uh, went over a lot, I think, and uh, had some really cool and fun conversations. And Shaq, again, thanks for joining, man. Oh. Uh, absolute pleasure. You're a very cool person. So oh, Pleasure's all mine. We but, hit, uh, yeah.
2: I was telling Kevin yesterday that as soon as you guys made the podcast, I was like, hey, please invite me on. So I'm really glad. I'm really, <laughs> yeah, really appreciative. You. Yeah,
3: you're welcome back anytime, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, guys, um, when this silly game gets you down and frustrated, again, the game's been out for a week. Just keep playing, keep plugging. You know, don't just go to the most insane meta custom tactics (laughs) on YouTube. And also, it will help. If you, uh, you know, do some dirty things to EA employees, I mean, <laughs> look at what we've done in, in this podcast and look where our pack luck is, Red right? It, it's kind of worth it. It's kind of worth it. So, and just as always, guys, remember it's nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye.